Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 66, where we're going to be going over the previous week in professional wrestling. Now, normally when we do these episodes, we are very WWE heavy, but that's also because we go over three to four, sometimes five different uh, shows that WWE puts out, and we only do AEW's Dynamite. We don't talk about Dark, we don't talk about any other programming they do, but with AEW, one of AEW's big four pay-per-views, I'll put big four in quotes because I'm not certain if they have exactly four, um, in the rear view being Revolution, we're going to talk a lot about that because that was a big, big, big show this weekend. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun things happened, and a lot of storylines are building and had blow-offs. So we're going to talk a lot about that, but we're also going to go over the big notes from NXT. One big note from NXT UK, uh, the few things from Dynamite this week to lead into Revolution, as well as Friday Night SmackDown, and then we will do a full recap of Revolution. And next week, because you see this is on a Tuesday, we will be going over Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, NXT UK, 205, whatever we have for notes next week. But David... Yes. What did you think of this previous week in professional wrestling? So, I know we already recapped Monday Night Raw on the last episode, but it was a hell of a week. Yeah. Start to finish every, all the promotions, whether you're going to, we want to include Impact in this discussion as well, which we don't recap Impact, but if we're going to include what's been happening on Impact and if we're going to include what happened on Monday Night Raw last week, every promotion hit what they needed to hit, got across what they needed to get across, and you can see other elements being built in their storylines. So, like, when we start with NXT, like, you're getting you're getting a Cameron Grimes program right now, okay? Yeah, you got and a, we're, we're getting... You got a great world title program going on yeah. right now. Great um, tag team programs. The, the tag team program is out of control. I mean, Breezango got jumped again. And everyone keeps forgetting like how good, you know, Breezango is and how important they are to that division. Yeah, being the elder statesmen, yeah. Exactly. And then you're getting um over in the UK, one hell of a title program going on over there, which we'll highlight. And then you get over into SmackDown, and it's the same thing. We now know who the number one contender is going into Fastlane. You're continuing this great story element program that you're going to be building with Apollo Crews and Biggie Langston. I love yeah. saying Biggie Langston personally. I think I think they need to bring that name back. Um it it could. And then um you're still seeing some stuff happening with the luchadors of the Mysterio family, then Baron Corbin and um Sami Zayn. And Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins, man. Yeah. He's I mean you know, the master manipulator. He's unbelievable, man. He's unbelievable. But why don't we start where we should start the week, which is NXT. Yeah. Um, a lot happened. Um, we had yeah. the, the first match actually set up for another feud. Uh, we had Thatcher and Champa against the Brit and Brawlers. And Thatcher and Champa actually lost after yeah. a distraction via Imperium. Which, if you watch anything to do with um, NXT's social media on mm-hmm. Instagram, Eichner was backstage watching Thatcher as he was going out. Really? Yeah. So, obviously, there's a history between Thatcher and Imperium, and they're going to kind of build into that, which is going to be really nice, because yeah. it'll keep... It'll keep Champer on our screens because we haven't seen him on TV very often lately. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's more of a choice versus them not having time. He's very, very prominent in the NXT universe. Yes. Um, And I think, I'd like to think it is that Thatcher realizes he's had his time in the spotlight, but he will continue to have his time in the spotlight, but he also wants to give time and pushes to other guys. You mean Champer, not Thatcher. That's what I meant. Did I say Thatcher? You, You said Thatcher, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Champa Champa realizes he's had his moment in the spotlight. He's going to continue to have a moment in the spotlight, but he also wants to give other guys screen time. Yep. Um, yes, exactly. And then we had a therapy session, <laughs> which collectively these three things were the highlight of the night for me. Yeah. Collectively. 
Yeah. They were um, great. Johnny Gargano is, so is much a... Mwah, he is a genius, man. He is a genius. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I like to see where this is going with the Dexter Loomis feud. Um, yes, I'm, I'm not, interested to see the whole Indy Hartwell side of this. Yeah, that's that's more so where I'm kind of picturing where this is going to go. If if Hartwell's going to find her her way to the Loomis <laughs> I like how you said side. that, way. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we had probably the biggest note coming out of this week, which was the women's tag team championship match, dude, which ended weird. Um, Gonzalez went for, I believe it was a pump kick. Or no, it was a boot, a big boot, a big boot on and she somebody. She hit the referee, and she and hit she knocked Jess at the out. Same yeah, time. and that caused distraction and a ref bump and all that stuff to let to lead to Baszler and Jax. But what's interesting coming into this is Adam Pierce found his way down to ringside post match, and then is seen in the back arguing back and forth with. William Regal, and Regal says he has a big announcement coming next week. Now, we're going to try and not do too many tangents, but what do you think that announcement is? Is it a rematch for these guys, or is it their own tag team championships in NXT, but it's NXT and NXT UK? Man, I really don't want um, a separate tag division. I don't. Um, We're seeing how badly that's floundering on Raw and SmackDown. I think the reason it is floundering, and I agree with you, trust me, 100%. I think it's floundering because there aren't that many teams. A lot of teams are just thrown together single stars, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, Bianca Blair, um, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Asuka. There are tradition, like true tag teams, but a lot of the true tag teams that were there were broken up, hence Iconics is my <laughs> main one, and DeVille and Rose. Again, different situation. DeVille had to step away. Completely understandable. But right now, they're floundering in this division, so they need these traditional tag teams like Kai and Gonzalez right now, uh, Carter and Cantanzaro. Um, Shotzi and Ember. Moon. Shotzi and Ember. You have these teams that are building in the women's division of NXT. We need these tag belts in the NXT division right now so you can have these single stars go on their own singles matches. I don't have a problem with that. But then the belts that Jax and Baszler are wearing need to be in NXT. That's they what don't I'm need saying. To be, they don't need to be introducing a new belt. They I agree with that. that 100%. What I want to see come from this is I want to see some type of almost Survivor Series blow-off is what I want. Like, Adam Pearce had no business being here. He doesn't have any rights. His referees have no rights, you know, in my facility. So the next time anybody sees these guys in my facility, you know, it's free game. And almost starting almost like a a Survivor oh, Series-esque. Like a, a, uh, almost like main roster versus NXT war kind of thing? Yes, exactly. So I have a feeling that it might go a different way. Either... So it's not going to be at Fastlane because there's already a women's tag match at Fastlane. Yeah, which, again, is one that doesn't make any sense. I think this could lead to a WrestleMania rematch for Kai and Gonzalez against whoever is the tag champs at WrestleMania. We already know because Bianca and Sasha are going to be facing each other for the title. That means Jax and Baszler should retain mm-hmm. at WrestleMania or at Fastlane, leading into WrestleMania, which is a rematch, which is when Kai and Gonzalez win the belts. Okay. And bring them to NXT. <coughs> Either that or NXT Takeover, which is the Thursday before Mania. They just need to get the belts on in that division. They really do. And if they want to use thrown together tag teams and they want to move Kai and Gonzalez around to face all these different people, I'm fine with it. I just, I've been a proponent this whole time of single tag titles. You know, get rid of the red and the blue straps, 
bring back the coppers mm-hmm. have the ta- one tag team unified on main roster for the yeah. men's division we need we need one tag division one men's tag division on main roster and one tag division in nxt and the funny part is like right now if you wanted to do it you could do it yeah because everything is in, Florida. in the same area like, yeah, it's in the Thunderdome. It's not like there's correct. separate Thunderdomes per roster. Exactly. Exactly. And you could even do it with the NXT belts. You could you could basically take the tag team division and really spice it up. Yeah. Really spice it up. Take a take a take something right out of AEW's playbook. Because I'm telling you right now, if there was one unified tag team title between the three brands here in in North America, yeah. The tag division would be incredible. Would can, be can you incredible. can you imagine some of the matches we'd get? Imagine I mean, Imperium hurt. Business. How's this? No, no, no. Forget that. How about a triple threat tag team title match at WrestleMania between the Brit, Brit and Brawlers, hurt the business. Dirty Dogs, and the Hurt Business? Yeah, and think about that. It's a unification. Yes, think about that three way match. Good lord, three completely different. Styles. Exactly, man. Like, and and you know who walks out of that match? Brennan. Hurt business. Yeah, okay. They keep all the gold, man. All of it. I mean, it's the gold standard in wrestling right now. That's right. The era of the almighty. Yeah. But, all right, so back to NXT. Yeah. Because we had another call out of Adam Cole this past week. Yes, yeah. That was actually the main event segment after Balor and Strong had a non-title match. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match, Cole came out. Um, well, yeah, I remember Balor called him out earlier in the night. Yes, yeah. Because, so, my favorite part about this whole thing is that Roddy Strong's in the ring and he's calling out Adam Cole. And then Finn Balor comes down and goes, nobody respects you. Yeah. Like, you're not on any level here. Adam Cole's not going to respond to you. So, Adam Cole, I'm challenging you to a world title match next week on NXT. And as for you, Roddy Strong, I'll fight you tonight. Mm-hmm. And we get that main event match. That was a great match, too. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, a great match. I I think the nice thing about Finn Balor being on NXT is we're getting a lot of these dream matches. You know, yes. That, yes. That, we, that fans of wrestling missed as these guys were missing each other in Japan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they were just missing each other. Yeah. Um, and I and have now we're some, getting them. Yeah, I know. And I have some fantasy booking that I'll talk to you after about this. And we'll, see if, it ha- we'll see if it happens next week about this this whole s- scenario. Okay. Um, we do, as we mentioned earlier, we have a Cameron Grimes program going on right now. Uh, he had a match with Bronson Reed. And they are introducing into this card L.A. Knight. Which yep. I love. It's I a great way to love him. Eli Drake. Yep. He is so much fun, and he's gonna fit this character so good. And I could see him and Cameron Grimes working together because they have very similar characters right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they do. Um, and then as we also talked about, uh, Brizengo got attacked again by LDF. Um, and they also took out Everrise in the same process. Moving on to. What happened in NXT UK? The one note that we want to mention: <sighs> a match between Miko Satomura, who was the number one contender for Kaylee Ray's women's championship, and by God, Kaylee Ray has been putting on clinic after clinic after clinic. She's beaten everybody, literally everybody, from There's- Tony Storm to Piper Niven to just go right down the list. She has beaten everybody in the division, and they brought this. Were you Ripley? Sat- well, yeah, she beat Rhea Ripley. Uh, they brought in Satomura as the quote-unquote final boss. And, and Kaylee Ray, Ray beat her. Yeah, took her out. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. And the best part about this is the the show of respect between these two at the end of the match. Yeah. The, the bow. Like, like, it's weird. Like, they're almost trying to turn Kaylee like one of those... Tweeners. He, yeah. Because, you know... That was the kind Kaylee of... That that was kind of Champa towards the end of his heel. Yes. yes. Where it's the heel that everybody loves. Which Exactly. It it fits her because she's been this dastardly heel ever since winning the title. Yeah, the way and she now, won the title. And now was everyone's kind of like, okay, she's she's actually a lot of fun to watch. 
Yeah, she is. She's a great professional wrestler. <laughs> because um, she I think started, her and she started Walter off as one of the shit heels. Yeah, I believe her and Walter are both over 400 days at this point, right? Yeah. I They're close to, I think, 600 days. That's incredible. That's incredible. And I know they were close for a little bit. I get that. Yeah. But it's still incredible, man, because she's coming out there. It seems like every three weeks, and she's having a match for mm-hmm. that belt. And yeah. she's defending it against same with everybody. Walter. So <coughs> my curiosity goes, you know, who's, who's next? next? Like, do they? is there any way that they get Kyrie Sane to come back maybe and do some stuff in the U.K.? I because she doesn't want because she doesn't really want to be in the United States. Obviously, she wants to be closer to her family and stuff. And I get it; Japan's a lot is just as far from the UK as it is from Florida. I could see, okay, but so I could see Kyrie saying if she returns to pro wrestling, it would be in stardom. Yeah, because it's it's right it's near her right home. in Japan. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I'd picture her going back. It it has to be someone who who just was in. NXT Maine or NXT UK, someone that's been there for a while. I'm trying because they don't see the belt going on Piper Niven because they haven't like they've given her multiple opportunities. Could it? And I'm not certain if they've already had a match. Could it be Zaya Brookside? I think she's already beat Zaya Brookside. Okay, dude, she's went through everybody. Yeah, because because I'm trying to trying to go through the list. Flair just send Charlotte Flair to the UK. She'll take the title God, off of her. She takes the title off of everybody. That, that'd be a great match, Rhea though. At Mania last year. I know, but I'm just saying that would be a great match. Yeah. Moving on to the few notes that we have from AEW this previous week. The majority well, of our say, notes. I was going to say, well, let's just save that for right before we talk about... Okay. Um, okay. Let's just tackle SmackDown and then go right, right, into, right into AEW. Because AEW was unbelievable. Both yeah. Wednesday night and Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, speaking about unbelievable... Um, the show opened with probably one of my favorite promos cut by a professional wrestler in a while. Daniel Bryan's promo this week hit every single note that was necessary to explain his recent actions. Mm-hmm. Where he hasn't been a heel, but he's been sticking himself, basically placing himself in, in, the, in the picture, and people are kind of coming at him like, how do you? Why do you deserve this? And he explained exactly why he deserves to be where he is, where he stepped over Edge to get into a title match. Yep. Why he's been going through everything he's been going through, saying that he's wrestled more times in the last three weeks than the two guys in the main event of and Mania have wrestled all calendar year. He's wrestled four three or four matches in the last three weeks where they've wrestled three total. They've wrestled... He's wrestled every week. A match. Every week. Yeah. Since he's come back from his his career-ending injury. Yeah. He, he's you know I mean? put in the work and it's finally saying, you know what? I'm sick of being overshadowed. I want the title. Now, I know you're saying that that's your favorite promo. I really liked what Roman Reigns had to say. I can agree. I'm Call just him saying the underdog, the underdog I, that I loved it. You're the lottery you, winner. You, you, what is it? You need this title. Yeah, is, is that how we put it? Yeah, you need like, this title to be relevant. I make yeah. this title relevant. Hey, oh, so good. Oh, he's such yeah. a shit heel. I love it. Him yeah. and his veneers. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he has perfect teeth. Um, and then and then Jay tried to attack Daniel. Daniel got ahead of smart. it. Yep. Um, steel cage matches the other night. We'll get to that. And then we had a series of singles matches um, between the the well well endowed team, the well known team of Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn. Yeah, they've been together for years. I know. Um, and then. This, no, this forget about the team forget about those profits. those nights no, nights of the lone wolf or anything, right? Yeah, right. Um, and then that random team, the Street Profits, don't even know who they are. Um, yeah. but we had a couple of singles matches between the two of them. Uh, Corbin defeats Montez Ford, fifty-fifty um, booking. Yeah, and Angelo Dawkins defeats Sami Zayn. But I think the the most important part of this is Sami Zayn snaps and attacks part of his documentary crew. Be it, it might be one of the guys he doesn't know, he didn't hire. But he still beat up part of his documentary crew. 
Mm-hmm. So it's showing that he's kind of like, it finally snapped. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's realizing, wait, what if I'm the issue? We'll see. We'll um, see. And then we had a match uh, between Dominic Mysterio of the Mysterio family and Chad Gable of the Alpha Academy. And Mysterio uh, pulled out a win here. Mm-hmm. Um, good for him. Um, continuing the story between the Mysterios and the Alpha Academy. Uh, we'll probably see Otis versus Ray next week. Oh. Who knows? Um, and then we had Bianca Belair against Shayna Baszler. Um, which this is continuing to build to the tag match at Fastlane. The important part coming out of this is the Reginald stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how Reginald tried to come out for Bianca, but Sasha was out for Bianca as well. Um, Sasha basically slaps, or not basically, actually slaps Reginald, says, I have, I want nothing to do with you. Carmella fired him too. Yep. Um, that happened before. In a backstage segment. Yeah. But now Reginald has aligned himself with Baszler and Jax. <coughs> does that, does that lead to something this weekend or not this weekend at Fastlane? I don't know. He could just be a talking head. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, but I mean, do they need it? I mean, are either of them good on the mic? Not great, but they they really they, don't need to talk. They're I know, but they always seem to want to put a talking head with a group. Do you know what I'm saying? They always want to have that one person who can talk in a tag team. And right now they don't have either of them with Nia Jax or Shayna Baszler. Yeah. So maybe that's just what Reginald's there for. And maybe Reginald's there to screw him on the titles. Yeah, that could be something where he's he's there to screw screw the two of them out of the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. So. Uh, we had a match between Cesaro and Buddy Murphy. Um, a returning Buddy yeah. Murphy. Um, and and he's returned for- as Buddy Murphy. Yes. Yeah, he returned um, as With Buddy Murphy. Seth Rollins. As Seth Rollins. Um, disciple, apostle. I don't know, man. I I don't know his his former buddy. I don't. Dude, know. that that whole thing went sideways once. Um, the AOP got hurt. Yeah, and there, there was so much they could have done. You could have almost seen what the hurt business is doing now with that group. Yes, without a doubt. With, without the injuries, though, stick and Buddy Murphy in the mid card. Seth Rollins, obviously title contender. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have. Your AOP is a tag team. Tag yep. champs. Simple. Yep. Um, my favorite part of the night, um, just because I really, really like where they're going with him, is the Apollo Crews stuff. That was so good. Um, where he's embracing his heritage and he's coming after Big E and... I Hell, so with too. this character, I so he's just—I think super he aggressive. might win. The Obviously, we know what title. he can do inside the ring. Um, I like the—I like the pretense behind all this. The way he's yeah talking and about I, I how I feel like he's still gonna have—he had to mask who he was for all these years because people didn't understand his culture and didn't understand him. I love it. I really do. I think it's so well written. I think it's—I think it's you know yeah, it's a little on the nose <laughs> with yeah. the with. With everything, but you know what? It it works so well. Mm-hmm. I like how he has a legitimate spear too. He's basically telling like Edge and Roman Reigns, "Hey, you guys have the spear. I have yeah a spear, a spear." Yeah. Um. I think that with this character change as well, it's also going to kind of change his wrestling style. He's still going to have that um flippy stuff yeah. on occasions. But I feel like he's going to become trying to transition more into mm-hmm. more of a powerhouse, strikes, power moves, stuff like that, lariats, power bombs, kind of things like that. He he probably won't finish with a moonsault anymore. It'll probably yeah, be I some like power move, a power bomb or something. Um, just because I feel like that'll fit his character a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I I'm thinking like a power bomb or a spine buster or something like that. <clears throat> Um, and then your main event was a steel cage match between Daniel Bryan and, and there's Jay never going to be a bad match between these two guys. 
ever. This was a good match. One of them can go out there with one leg in a cast, and the other one can go out there with a cast no. on his head, blindfolded, and they're still going to pull three stars. Yeah, they're unbelievable talents. And oh yeah, Daniel that's, Bryan that's wins. An understatement. Yep. Daniel Bryan is now your number um, one contender. But and you know, Bryan comes out and The question is, is how does Edge play into all this? Because Edge is going to play some kind of factor. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think it's as you've been saying, it's going to come down to the ultimate opportunist, where he's going to find some way. To get involved. Because he wants to that match against Roman Reigns. Brian from One-on-one. winning to stick him. Yeah. He wants Roman. Yeah. Moving on to all elite wrestling from this previous week. I want to start with holy hell Shaq I mean, and compete. It's the same thing when Tyson Fury and all that stuff. I mean. That. He hit. But yeah, he and, was in the ring. Okay, we t- we always talk about wrestlers who can carry Cody a mop to a, a four star match. Co- yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was. It's not at the level of Pat McAfee. No, because Pat McAfee carried his own, even if he wasn't facing Adam Cole. But for Shaq. First time stepping in the ring to go through two tables. Oh, I'm giving him props. And not make it I look am. clunky. I mean, again, we, we always reiterate you on gotta the show about props. how we always get people who give us grief, you know, for being wrestling fans and talking wrestling. It's like, yeah, why don't you just try to bounce off the ropes? Well, Shaq did more than that. Shaq threw tables. Exactly. Exactly. Delivered a very clean yeah, power Shaq bomb. went over the ropes and threw two tables. So... Yes, he did. Very Shaq clean. Really good. He did. He, uh, he bent Cody up on that one. Yeah, and 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 not to take yeah. take away, there was a great match going on between Jade Cargill and Red Velvet as well. Yep, that yep. was that was a yep. big part of that match too, and that's probably going to continue outside of this match. Um, <clears throat> the other one I wanted to mention because a lot of everything else kind of just built to Revolution. Um, where we had a trios match, a six-man tag, between FTR and Tully Blanchard against Jurassic Express. The big note to come out of this is post-match, Sean Spears is seen with FTR and Tully. Yes, yes. And I believe, if I'm not yep. mistaken, it was Arn Anderson, correct? That That put up the four... He put up the four horsemen four. I've heard that there's a possibility of a new four horsemen Stable. coming, like a new four horsemen-esque um, faction coming to AEW. I don't yeah. think it's going to be FTR, Sean, and Tully. It's going to be FTR, it Sean, It has to be somebody, somebody basically of almost the same But I'm not exactly elk. certain who it's going to you know, be. Not yet. a lot of flying and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. Very ground and poundy. Yeah. And then the last one I wanted to mention was a great women's match between Ryo Mizunami and Nyla Rose in the finals of the number one contendership tournament mm-hmm. between the Japanese um, Cup and the U.S. Um, and Ryo Mizunami ends up winning that match to go face... Revolution. Um Hikira Which Shida actually, if you really look down the Revolution, Revolution card, that was the yeah. only so that traditional was wrestling match on the whole card. <coughs> traditional one-on-one wrestling match. Yeah, but but they they one-on-one, yes, because we had multiple tags. They're matches not as well. like there was nothing <laughs> traditional about the way those tag matches took place, though. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're kind of right about that. There's yeah. nothing traditional about AEW. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, but anyway, let's get on to Revolution. Um, show opened with a tag yep. match between Riho and Thunder Rosa, which 
Love both of those women. They're incredible. And Britt Baker and a surprise tag partner, Maki Ito. Now, I've not seen Maki's work before. But she's good. She's she's very polished in the ring. And her and Britt Baker actually keep giving W's to Britt Baker, though. I Um, I think she's the one who you have to continue to keep building up. Yes, to to continue. Yes, because she she seems to be that inevitable light at the end of the tunnel of this title reign by Sheeta. Yeah. Next match, we have a uh, AEW Tag Team Championship match uh, between the Young Bucks and MJF Jericho. Well, how this continued well, to show if we go the back to Dynamite, in the you gotta remember the inner circle. Um, Jericho and MJF jumped the Young Bucks, what is it, father on Dynamite. So Jericho and MJF didn't even get to do their intro, they walked yeah. down to the ring before the Young Bucks went out and attacked them and basically paid everything back. Um, yeah, as you were saying, yes, little yeah. chinks in the armor. I mean, Wardlow mm-hmm. kept getting himself involved in this match, just kept doing everything to make sure that he could could ensure a title victory mm-hmm. for um, Jericho and MJF. But at the end of the day, yeah. Jericho hits the Judas effect on Wardlow, basically takes him out of the match, and it's uh, the Bucks take advantage. They hit the, mm-hmm. uh, the Meltzer driver. One, two, three, Bucks match is over. Advantage. There was a lot of near falls in this match, too. You know, I, I know... It, yeah, I know we're kind of um, skimming it over, but there was That's very near fall after near fall. I mean, um, Jericho hit a code breaker. There was a near fall. Jericho had some um, had one of the bucks in the walls of Jericho. Near fall. MJF um, hit a couple of big moves. Near fall. So it was a lot of near falls in this match. Um, and it's funny how a lot of the pundits of WWE like to call out Johnny Gargano for being Johnny Kickout. The Bucks... The Bucks are just as bad. They kick out of everything. And that goes back to their days on the yeah, independent scene can, and even can, in New Japan. They I kick out of agree with you everything. I'm surprised one of them hasn't kicked out of the one-winged angel yet. Legitimately everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because neither of them taken out of it. This was fun. Um, moving on to the next match on the card, it was the Casino Tag Team Battle Royale. Now, yeah, this was I love Tag Team Battle Royales because it it adds some some interest into it where it's like what if one member gets eliminated and the other one doesn't know and then eliminates another team and the whole kind of it throws everything up in the air. It's like juggling a lot yes. of balls. One big note to come out of this is a heel turn. QT Marshall has turned on Dustin Rhodes and eliminated the gun club at the same time. Um, essentially eliminating QT yep. from the match as well on uh, eliminating the full Rhodes uh, uh Oh, of Rhodes course family. it does. Of course it does. So I think it's the right I think it's the right arc to a QT because Marshall would, Dustin again, Rhodes. Feud? We're going back to Dynamite. Possibly. They were yeah. teasing that stuff on Dynamite the last couple of weeks between these two guys where there was just a lot of miscommunication and errors and issues. And I think um, I, I think QT Marshall plays off very well as a heel, and having him paired up with Dustin Rhodes, you just can't do that. So I think the way that they they went about it with this yeah. whole battle royal thing went swimmingly, in my opinion. And I I love how battle royals just turn into a total fracad, where yeah. Yeah. you know, um, as in the Royal Rumble and stuff like that, people can come into the match and just eliminate other people just to help out their teams. And we saw that with the Jungle Express um, getting some help, or Jurassic Express getting some help from Jungle Boy in uh, during yeah, the match Jurassic to help Express. with an elimination. And, you know, at, at the end yeah. of the day, I mean, the Death Triangle does come out on top, yeah. but that was also because they were two-on-one versus um, Marty Skrull at the end of the match. And, you know, Skrull did everything he could. He low-bridged, um, was it he low-bridged mm-hmm. Pac? Wasn't it Marty Skrull's uh, last three? It was the, do- it was the Death two? Triangle. Both members of the Death Triangle and one member of Jurassic mm-hmm. Express. 
Oh, it was Jungle Boy who was left. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was Skrull. Jungle Boy. Skrull, yeah. Yeah. That's right. You were saying My Marty fault. Skrull. And I'm like, Marty Skrull is an ROH. You're Marco thinking Stun. of... Um, Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. The Marco Stun. I was like, wait a minute. Marty Skrull is not an AEW. Because if he is, fault, I'm going to start watching AEW every but week. Yeah, because I Jungle Boy, love Marty you know, Skrull. Being left in there all on his own, did what he could. But at the end Movie. of the day, Ray Phoenix and the uh, Death Triangle yeah. are now your number one contender to go up against the uh, Young Bucks. And as we're seeing here, this is becoming a Bastard face turn for Pop. the Bucks. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Kenny Omega. Um, and I stuff. think they're dissociating at the end of the day, a little bit with um, the, the good I think brothers. The good brothers and, and Omega are Kenny. kind of only out for the good brothers and Omega. Correct. Yeah, they're only out for Don Callis. Um Moving on, we had the AEW Women's Championship match between Hikiro Shida champion and Ryo Mizunami. Boy, was this a really mm-hmm. good match. Started early with strikes, um, and then it spilled out into the floor eventually. Um, Mizunami took over uh, while they were out on the floor. And <sighs> huge uh, flying knee by Shida um, kind of took the match into Sheeta's uh Sheeta's It court. was because they're um, highlighting somebody new that they're bringing in. God, this and was then fun. And on top of that, you just um, continue to show the dominance of Sheeta. The only thing is is at the end of this match after Sheeta wins, you get a big post-match brawl between Yeah. I mean, who yeah, wasn't in the ring Rose, at that Baker, point? Miko Ita or Maki Ito. Yep. Um, yep. All came out so, to attack Sheeta. Um, obviously, you're building some out kind for of the um, save as well as Mizunami. More expanded women's universe. Whether there's going to be some kind of tag matches involved and stuff there, but like I said, Britt Baker's the one who's got to take this belt. She has to. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, dude. And then Miro's, we had the best man. Miro was pissed. Uh, Miro. First, he, beat the, he beat the crap against Orange out of Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Um, yeah, backstage. Yeah. And uh, Orange Cassidy. And then basically he Chuck carried Taylor, Taylor to the ring Ended to up. get the match started. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, that's the kind Dragged of Miro him. I want to see. You know, it, it's kind of funny. It, it's funny though, ha ha ha! How as soon yeah, as Bobby Lashley off. starts turning into the Almighty, we start getting a mean Miro on AEW. These are two guys a year ago, basically today, mm-hmm. as of recording, were in a love triangle with Lana. Yeah, with yes. Lana. Yes. So who um, also this was is the mirror in the last calendar year. This is the the guy who just comes out and just brutalizes people because that's what he did. He brutalized yeah. everybody. And I know, you know, Cassidy got his little shin kicks in and you know, his orange punch and Miro sold it like a champ. Yeah, but and his orange punch. They should have just let Miro tear these guys apart. That's what should have happened in this match. The fact that this match went as long as it did was kind of disappointing because they should have just continued to do what they were doing, which was have Miro tear apart both these guys limb from limb. Leave nothing. Put them both in the accolade. You know what I mean? At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even don't even let Sabian get involved. Just have Miro run this whole whole thing rough shot. Yeah, exactly. Next, we had the big money match. Which, I don't know what I think of the the gimmick. I mean, I get it. It's like, whoever wins, wins the other person's money. Cool. But, this could have been just another match. Could have had no stip, and it probably would have had the exact same outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, between Paige and Matt Hardy. Again... Not a typical match. Two people. 
because Private Party and Dark Order got involved. Yep. Um, which is continuing to confirm that Adam Page is a member of the Dark Order. Over and over and over again. Even though Hangman Adam Page himself is saying, no, I'm not part of Dark Order. I don't know why these guys keep getting involved. Page will eventually become the new leader of Dark Order. Yeah. Yeah. It fits him pretty well. Yeah. Uh, because he he doesn't really fit in, in the elite. He doesn't fit anywhere. That's a problem. But that's what's nice about the Dark Order. And that's what's that's what's nice about Hangman. Hangman is he's he's a lone soldier. He's yes. a lone cowboy. Yes. He's riding the seas and riding the the countryside of AEW all on his own. Yeah, so he's basically a poor man's Cameron Grimes. Exactly. <laughs> and now he's got the money to show it. <laughs> that's right. Um moving on to the next match was the face of the revolution ladder match essentially it's for the brass ring and a tnt title shot and out of the guys in this match cody rhodes penta el zero scorpio sky lance archer max caster and ethan page uh an introduction to ethan page by the way yeah yeah, yeah ethan page wasn't in this match before uh wasn't in 8w before correct I think the right guy won it. Um, I'm happy that Scorpio Sky came out as as the winner of this match. Um, because it's it's right now. Darby Allen is too involved with something else to be going against a huge. I'm not saying Scorpio Sky is not a huge name, but like a Pentagon or a Lance Archer. Or even an Ethan Page. Cody's had his shot. Max Caster, I'm not all too familiar yeah, with his work. the thing with Cody is he's just kind of thrown in these matches so this way that it gives it some kind of star Name power. recognition. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, this also built a little bit of a feud between Cody Rhodes and Penta. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I, wouldn't I would love to see those matches. Yeah. Um, but obviously Scorpio Sky ended up winning the match and is now number one contender for Darby Allin's title. title. Yep. Here's something that you, I already know, don't know what you think of. Christian Cage has signed with AEW. He is the massive talent that no more BS Paul White has announced that will be at Revolution. There's speculation everywhere. Oh my God, it's Punk. Oh my God, it's Batista. Kurt Angle. Brock Lesnar no one thought of Christian because there was reports just about a month ago that Christian is in contract negotiations with WWE those obviously fell through Christian Cage is now all elite he wasn't even on the contract for the Royal Rumble then he wasn't even signed for the Royal Rumble I don't know how this happened all i know is that this is just like not even i'm happy for christian obviously he wants to wrestle full-time you know he's coming back from his injury but it kind of fell flat yeah because there there wasn't as there was much so much hype about who this could possibly have been. Yeah. And the fact that his name was like fourth or fifth or sixth on everybody's list was just like, you know, when it happened, oh, everybody was happy. Don't get me wrong. It's it's Christian Cage. You know what I mean? He's bringing back his TNA persona. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, when you set your expectations to be CM Punk and Brock Lesnar and, you know, any of the other litany of WWE superstars who have jumped ship. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, what would have been an unbelievable pop, even though it's not going to happen because he's still on the contract, would have been Alistair Black. Yeah, I would have lost my mind if it was Black. Because he is not doing anything WWE-related right now, even though he's on the contract. 
He's so busy with his clothing line. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to, in my opinion, potential match of the night. Okay. Sting and Darby Allen versus Cajun Starks. I believe AEW's first cinematic match. Uh, no, they had the uh, football stadium match. That's right, stadium stampede. That's yep. right. But it was well this, produced. This it, is it, the right choice for a Sting match. It's the only choice for a Sting match. She's not going to go live. Yeah. I agree. This is the only choice, just like WWE when they did the, you know, the Undertaker match with um, AJ Styles, the Boneyard match. Um, I mean, Undertaker, sure, he was training to do a real match, but this allowed them to operate differently. I guess is the best way to do it. Yeah, and protect and protect, you know, a wrestler who's higher in age, and it's the same yeah. thing with Sting. You know, yeah, last thing I you mean, need is him to take a bump in a weird angle or a weird way mid-match. And, you know, you're throwing up the X's. Mm-hmm. Uh, two major uh, points from this match. Two major spots. Uh, obviously, the finish. Uh, Scorpion death drop on Ricky Starks for the win. And then a massive top scaffolding, top top floor elbow from the maniac Darby Allen. Yeah, that guy's nuts. Nuts is an understatement, dude. But but I love every second of it. Yeah. Main event. All Elite Wrestling World Championship. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. Exploding barbed wire death match. The right guy won. The right guy won. <coughs> the match itself was very, very good. Yes, it was. The ending. The only problem is, is all anybody's talking about is the ending. The, and this is now this is the now put- the second AEW pay per view that overall the card was amazing. Match after match was very consistent. You really couldn't bicker about too much. But something else was the headline coming out of the pay per view that had nothing to do with. Um, the the match or the finalization of the pay per view at all? We had was the, the last time with Sting. No, it was the Matt Hardy the oh, nasty yeah. Matt Hardy bump that he took against um Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara that just basically took everybody out of that pay per view immediately. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of the pay per view just fell flat after that point. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, what happened at the end of this pay per view, or what happened that made the pay per view fall flat, was at the very end. And luckily, someone like Johnny Moxley is able to save it by cutting an epic promo about yeah. Kenny Omega. So Kenny Omega is a su- tough son of a bitch, but he can't build an exploding ring for shit. Exactly, and um. Who was it that came in for Moxley? It was Eddie Kingston. Yes. So much kudos to Eddie Kingston for acting as if the world was about to be set afire. Yeah. The way he was jumping on. Oh, my God. That is a hell of a sale job right there, man. And then we got Gilbert entrance. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Sparklers and fire extinguishers. Yeah. I mean, apparently... the match was good, though. The match was really yeah. good. And apparently, that wasn't intended. Apparently, it was a pyro botch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it, this was it, meant to be a lot bigger, because yep. Kenny came out pissed. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you build this thing up, and you build this thing up, and then, you know, it's basically like a, you know, that that little kid who's so proud that he's going to lay out this big far, and then all of a sudden, it just squeaks out. Yep. And so. I mean, I expected this match to go how it did, specifically with the Good Brothers inter- uh, interruption. Oh, of course. Because I'm not exactly certain who was the referee for this match, but it looked like Don Callis. It did the way he was in, moving around and stuff. Yeah, in in that paint suit, white that that white paint suit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in all in all, uh, Revolution was very, very, very good. Oh, it was. 
It was oh. top notch. AEW has put together another top notch program, another top notch pay per view. It just sucks that everywhere you read is it's all about the botch. pyro botch, pyro botch, pyro botch. Oh, that was really an exploding ring. Yeah, things happen, dude. It, the, it all happens. the headlines are like amazing AEW pay per view ends ends in a ball of uh, goes up in flames. Dot dot dot. Not really. It was. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. But, Let's just look at the card itself. The card was excellent. Oh, it's everybody stacked. performed. We it, have some really good storylines coming out. We yeah. we're gonna get some. We're gonna get uh, Death Triangle versus young um, the the Young Bucks. We're gonna get Eddie, not Eddie Kingston. Um, Scorpio Sky against Scorpio Darby Sky Allen. versus Darby Allen. Um, we we're gonna get see a, an Eddie Kingston versus uh, uh, da, da, Kenny Omega. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, we're gonna see something now for um, Dustin Rhodes to do. Yeah, against QT Marshall. Against QT Marshall. So we got a lot of stuff coming out of this. And the women's division was completely set on fire. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, literally set on fire with everything that happened in that ring. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what's going to happen uh, tomorrow night on yeah. AEW and NXT, considering NXT has two big championship matches this week. Yes, we do. Um, we have, it is the world title. Yep. And Tony Storm. And versus Io Shirai. Io and Tony, yeah. It's going to be a big, big night. It is. It is. But with that being said, I believe that wraps up everything we wanted to talk about. If you guys did enjoy what you liked here, definitely share, subscribe, and comment on all your favorite streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you guys want to contact us, you can contact us on our social medias at DJald or at DareLaufenDoink508. Or you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Double Doink Network. Um, that's the best way to get in contact with us if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise. But I believe that wraps everything up. This has been a Double Doink, Net- Double Doink Network production. I had that so good. Ah, so close. This is a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.